This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, I had the pleasure of sitting down with the one and only Russell Dickerson to celebrate the release of his self-titled third studio album. We got to talk all about the songs on the record, including the very first song, which is called Blame It On Being Young, that talks about being brought home by the police when Russell was young, which turns out was an autobiographical lyric. We covered that and a bunch of other songs on the album, including Russell's latest single with Jake Scott. She likes it, which is flying up the charts, his fastest rising single so far. We talked about his recent trip to Europe and how he was dealing with the jet lag and a baby. We also sat down right before Halloween, so we got to talk about that too, which was great. I have known Russell since the start of his career, and I really, I truly just enjoyed this conversation with him, and I hope that you do too. There she goes. Hi, buddy. How are you? What's up, Queen? I'm so... What's up with you? Ah. Oh, what is up with me? Yeah, you good? Europe? How was Europe? You were there for a long time. Like, you lived in Europe for a minute. (laughs) It was... It was, like, almost three weeks. Which is, like, just enough time to, like, fully get on a European sleep schedule and then have to come home. 100%. Even... Even Remy, like, like the last couple nights slept so good, you know, but it was like everything else was not a struggle, but I don't know. That's just, uh, it's been, it's been a journey. I'm sure I always, and I don't know about you, but like, I feel like as I get older, the jet lag becomes harder and harder every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And when we get back, it's like, oh dude, we're great. And then like three days later, it's like, (laughs) oh, this is there it is but if remy's sleeping i feel like that's a good sign yeah yeah first night he woke up in the middle of the night and yeah my brain is just (laughs) you're right i totally get it it's so nice to see you though oh it's great to see you too you look fantastic katie thank you thank you my nice little logo (laughs) talk to me though about being in europe is it crazy like do you ever have a moment where you're like here i am kid from Tennessee, thousands of miles from home in front of thousands of people who are all singing my music. Like, is that, do you have like an out-of-body experience during that? Absolutely. I'm like, why, what are y'all doing here? How did you find my music? Cause every show was sold out and like, you know, London was like 1500 people. And I was like, how, I mean, we've been there a few times. So I get, I understand London, but like cities we've never been, ever been to before. And just like, sold out shows like holy crap this is uh we're really doing it mom 
<laughs> That's so awesome. That makes me so happy. I'm so excited for you. Let's talk about um the album, which is going to be out here very soon. Tell me about naming this, like using a self-titled album, because you only get to call one album Russell Dickerson. So why did you want it to be this one? Um, it just felt like the right time. Like the with I mean, with Southern Symphony, it was kind of like a bunch of songs that I thought would be amazing for radio. And the, honestly, like if we're being real, like that was kind of what my headspace was. But this mm-hmm. one, it, I mean, there are radio songs for sure on this album, but it's just like this one was just like songs that I love. 15 songs that I can't stop listening to and am so proud of and jacked for the world to hear all of them you know it's like yeah it's like i've i wrote every single one of them and you know i don't know like introduce new writers that i've been writing with i was gonna say i I was really excited because i saw 15 songs and i was like this is an album 15 Mm. songs and also like looking through the track list i was excited for you like seeing your name next to all these like heavy hitters like ashley gorley who like is a smash on everything Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just, it's a new chapter. It's a new thing. And like, instead of picking like, Oh, what should, you know, this, like I have 15 slots. I'm like, okay, I need this kind of song or that kind of song. I've picked my favorite 15 songs that I've written since Southern symphony. And I just put them all together, piece them all to, to this whole, story of just the last i mean honestly since the first song is talking about like when we were 16 and all the dumb stuff we used to do it's called blame it on being young to the last song on the album is me becoming a dad and so it's just like it's a whole journey and it's it's just me it's my story told through told through all all these 15 songs I love that. And it does feel like it covers a lot of life. And it's funny you bring up the lead track because that was the one I wanted to ask you about. Because in this song, you mentioned being brought home by the cops. Was this um, an autobiographical line? Or... Yes, it uh, <laughs> definitely was. Bad Boy Russell, do tell this story. I mean, that whole song is autobiographical, you know? It's like, we used to like go TP the bunch of the cute girls in high school, you know? Like, we're like, oh... They'll de- she'll definitely like us now. <laughs> That's we flirt with them. Uh, yeah, definitely got brought home by the cops a few times. I mean, for TPM people, for tipping over all the trash cans. That's what it talks about in verse two. And uh, yeah, so we I, we did some dumb stuff back in the day, and hence the song "Blame It on Being Young." I love the line in the song that's like "Good people." What is it? It's like "Good people that are up to no good." Is that what it is? Oh yeah. A couple good kids. <laughs> good. Yeah. I feel like that's such a good line. Were you like in a lot of trouble whenever the cops would bring you home? Like what did Bob oh, yeah. Dickerson say about that? Yeah. Like when I was 15, like they took my permit away. I'd be grounded. I'd have, yeah, they would, they would definitely, uh, they were not stoked for me to <laughs> brought home at one in the morning, you know, does it make you excited to, uh, have those years with Remy? Yeah. You know, I'll have a little, I, hopefully i'll have more grace for him you know, <laughs> i used to do all this stuff honestly i hope he invites me to go tp right <laughs> Girl, he has crushes on 
I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm like, I've done everything. So I don't know how my future children would get away with anything. Right. You can't <laughs> guess her. I know. Right. Well, talk to me also about this album. Like, what do you feel like? And maybe you kind of covered this when we were first started talking, like, what do you feel like you had a better grasp on this time around with it being your third album? Like you mentioned, like, you know, album two, a lot of radio hits and you kind of felt like you moved away from that with this. Like, what else do you feel like you, you know, realized making this record? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that I've moved away from like commercial hits by any means. I think <laughs> I'll be they come so naturally yeah well it's just like i instead of having that mindset i'm like what songs do i like what songs do i want to hear i feel like i have a great taste in music so i can trust that i can lean into that i can depend on that now and not just oh i think i think this i think this might work for you know on these stations or that station or whatever mm -hmm. i this is for me this is for my fans and I think everything else will take care of itself. Um, just from the fact of I can't stop listening to these songs and I feel like there's going to be a lot more people that can relate to that as well. For sure. What songs from the album that aren't out yet have you been playing at live shows? Like, have you been doing any of that or have you been waiting? Yeah, yeah. well, Blame It On Being Young mentions Tim McGraw, who I toured with all summer. So that was perfect. And I've been playing. We've played "Sorry," which is the next Sorry's song. A great one, too. Little jammer. And then recently, we added "Big Wheels," which came out a week ago, a couple weeks ago. And I wonder. I want those two go. I wonder. Oh. I love. Yeah, you feel that one? I love that one. That one I really, really like. What are some of, like What are some of your favorites that you're especially excited to see how people react to? Ah. Uh like ones that we haven't played would be, Oh, I've played just like your mama too. I can't, I couldn't help myself. You have to. Yeah. When I have, when it's just me and my acoustic guitar on stage, I'm like, all right, I got to play y'all a song about rim dog. <laughs> yeah. It's also like Remy's first cut. He's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Beers for the summer, I think is going to be amazing live. That one, uh, 18 is like this, throwback vibe how i wish that i could have met my wife earlier and we would have been high school sweethearts and it's got this like this old school vibe to it a throwback vibe and it just you just want to like go drive through like the, the orange street lights you know are just going over your head and it's like midnight oh that one is gonna be crazy live i think yeah. There's so many good songs on here, Russell. I really like, I'm so excited for everyone to hear this. And I want to talk to you too about the single, because I want you to tell the story about how like this wasn't supposed to be a single. And then it like, the label was like, we have no choice. This yeah. has to be the single. Yeah. It, I mean, it was all perfect timing. Like we home suite, I think peaked at 10. So it, it honestly, which was sad, but you know, I, Hey, a top 10, my so great. fifth single, my first one, not number one. Like I'm not complaining at all. So it literally was like that song was kind of tapering off and she likes it literally was on the, it was literally just like the crossing of the, the paths, whatever. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, Oh dude, it had like 5 million streams this week. Oh dude. It's like six and a half. Oh, it's seven and a half million a week. Like, this is great. Like so crazy. wild. Yeah. And so they're like, Oh crap. 
this is catching fire. One week it was like, no, we're, we're good. Then literally the next week was like, we're going to radio right now with fire. Like we're going, we're going, we're going. So yeah, it's, uh, it's still climbing. It's crazy. So it's. How did Jake Scott feel about that when he found out it was going to be a single? Cause I'm sure he didn't expect that either. No, 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 no. He definitely freaked out when I told him about it. This, I mean, this is his first, like everything, you know, he's, this is his first radio song on radio at all. I think first gold single it's platinum. Now first platinum single, he got to perform with me on the CMA Fest stadium stage. Like it's fun to see all these milestones for him. And like, we get to do it together. Like, you know, it's a, it's a cool, it's a really cool thing. It really is awesome. Cause it's not so long ago, like that it was you that was going through all this. It's gotta yeah. be fun to like be on the other side of it and then get to experience it through somebody yeah. else too. Yeah. Like, Holy crap. It's gold. And I'm like, <laughs> love it. That's awesome. And then this is silly, but when I was prepping for this interview, I noticed that you changed your Instagram bio and it says you might've made out to one of my songs. Is there a story behind this <laughs> or did I miss it in like a song somewhere? We were on a writing trip in Florida with Ashley Gorley. Mm. And we're at his beach house. It was rough. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what we were we were talking about something like maybe what other artists are known for. Mm-hmm. And I, like, and I was like, dude, I feel like mine is like my Instagram bio would be like, you probably made out to one of my songs. I was like <laughs> doing it right now. And so I changed it right there. And yeah, it's just, it's stuck. That's so like, funny. Now, Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta keep it. That's so good. And then Halloween is on Monday. So I have to ask, what is the best costume that you have ever come up with for you? I feel like you've probably done some good stuff. Oh, for me, there's, there's unmentionables, but there's <laughs> one that sticks out in my mind. I was a Jolly Green Giant one year. Oh my God. That's so perfect. So I'm six, four and I got like one of those more, those full body morph suits, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was like green, perfect color. And then I went to Goodwill. I got like a giant green shirt and cut it all up like into a sash. I took <laughs> I took one of the sleeves and I turned it into like a headband crown thing. Dude, I went hard. This is like the hardest I've ever gone on a Halloween costume. I got like <laughs> felt felt leaves and like cut them out and glued. I went. Yeah, I went hard. It's the best oh. when you have a good one where you, you like, you're like, I can make this and I can make it for cheap and it will be great. Yes. Cause I was in college and was broke, but the best part was I went to Goodwill and got some cowboy boots, like some old cheap cowboy boots, spray painted those puppies green too. So like that was, that was one of my proudest <laughs> Halloween costumes. Yeah. I love that so much. What is Remy going to be this year? <sighs> So we're going to do, there's a show on Netflix that he's obsessed with, but it literally will be like 1% of the people will probably know what our costume is. It's called trash truck. Trash and, tr- I don't have yeah. kids, so I don't know, but exactly <laughs> like it and he, but he's obsessed with it. And it's like this little kid with blonde hair looks exactly like Remy. And like, he's even got the little, like little gap teeth. He's so, and he's just like best friends with a trash truck. Like, Oh my God. 
every week when the trash truck comes, he's like trash truck. And then they go on an adventure together and there is a raccoon, which Kaylee is going to be. And then there's like <laughs> a huge black bear that I'm going to be. So he, we've got a little trash truck to ride around on. We're going to, Oh my God. We're going to be a raccoon and a bear and nobody is going to know what that costume is. But you'll have so much fun. This is probably the first year that Remy like kind of gets what it's going to be. Like he's going to get a lot of candy. He's going to enjoy it. Yeah. What candies are you looking forward to? What's usually your Halloween fave? First one that comes to mind, Kit Kat. Second, mm, less popular, but Rolos. Oh, interesting. That's usually not a go-to for anybody. I know. Uh, Rolos. I don't know why I said Rolos, but Snickers is a classic. I just, yeah, fills this, you is up. A, this is a fun year for you. Cause like Remy can't have too much candy and he won't know how much he has. So you guys no, get to enjoy the spoils. I don't even know if we're going to trick or treat. We usually have like, we have a cul-de-sac and so we'll like shut it down. We'll shut the street down. We'll like put a bonfire in the middle and just like do a little potluck chili or whatever. Our neighbors make amazing gumbo. Oh my God. That sounds way better. And then you trick or treat like three houses right there and then you're done. Oh yeah. I mean, just bring the candy down. Who cares? <laughs> That'll but be so fun. We'll give them, we'll give the adults beer, give the kids some king size candy bars, make it rain. You're going to have so much fun. And then you're hitting the road again soon too, right? Are you excited? More tour dates before the end of the year? Yeah, I really am. Like once after Europe, that was like such a huge obstacle, not an obstacle, just a, just daunting, you know, like going overseas for almost three weeks. And now that that's done and completed, beautiful, incredible time. Now it's like, all right, we got what? Maybe, maybe 15 more shows, you know, mm-hmm. there's a light at the end of the tunnel for 2022. Uh, <laughs> as soon as we got back, we woke up the next morning and like went on a walk and we just like, just took this huge sigh of relief because, you know, got a few, a few like acoustic radio stuff. And then the, she likes it tour kicks off November 13th in Indy. And then that's like weekend there. Thanksgiving's the next weekend. And then like two or three more weekends and then that's it. So it's wild. We're officially like at the time of the year, I'm sure like you were saying this, like my calendar's like, Oh, I have, like four days the rest of the year that I'm home consecutively. Otherwise everything is like, you're just, you're gone. All right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Which is so crazy. Well, I am so excited for you. Hang in there. You're almost done with this year. You got this album release. Things seem like they're going so good. And as always, like, I'm just so happy. Good things are happening for you. Hey, I'm so glad good things are happening for you. (laughs) You do too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.